Let me ask you a question. Do you have a deep knowing that you're only just scratching the surface of where you're capable of taking your business growth? Are you successful but have some invisible hurdles that are slowing you down? Business growth comes from creating and implementing strategies and frameworks, but strategies and frameworks on their own will not take you to the level I know you desire and are capable of. Living in alignment with your unique human design will help you to attract the abundance you are ready for. And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique human design blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at samanthariley.global forward slash advantage. Are you known as the unapologetic leader in your industry? Or do you feel like the world's best kept secret? Want to know the magic formula that has some coaches standing out in the market? In this episode, we're going to talk about how you can embrace your unique diamond factor so you can stand out and shine brightly. My name is Samantha Riley, and this is the podcast for experts who want to be the unapologetic leader in their industry. We're going to share the latest business growth, marketing, and leadership strategies, as well as discussing how you can use your human design to create success in business and life, inside and out. It's time to take your influence, income, and impact to the level you know you're capable of. Are you ready to make a bigger difference and scale up? This is the Influence by Design podcast. Welcome to episode 435 of Influence by Design in our 30 in 30, where we're releasing an episode every day for this month. For the month of September, we're focusing on the theme of stepping into your power, being the unapologetic leader in your industry, so you can build your elegant empire. And today we're talking about the power of positioning. So exactly how does positioning relate to you? Now, there is great power in positioning if you use it to your advantage. Your positioning is the foundation of the brand and the business that you're creating. It's where the market perceives you and your product or your offer sits in relation to your competition. Now, I'm not a big believer in direct competition, but there are going to be other people that do something similar to you. So are you considered budget or premium, entry level or high end? Are you generalist or specialist? You need to really understand where you sit here because the amount you're able to charge for your services or for your offers is relative to where your audience and prospects perceive you to be positioned within your market. If you have expertise in your subject matter, you'll be aware that the market is already saturated with people that have expertise similar to yours, people who offer similar outcomes to what you offer. So if the market is already cluttered with people offering the same thing as you, how are you going to stand out? You need to have a clear understanding of what makes you unique and be able to articulate that in a way that people won't question working with you. When you're unable to differentiate yourself, your prospects will subconsciously select where they perceive you to be positioned and compare you on price with your competitors. So it's really important to make sure that you are in charge of your positioning and don't hand that power over to other people. If you get this right, you won't be able to be compared because you'll be unique. Seth Godin has a fabulous quote, which I absolutely love. 
In a crowded marketplace, fitting in is a failure. In a busy marketplace, not standing out is the same as being invisible. So if you've been trying to get some traction in your business for a while, or maybe you've been, you know, really trying to grow and get to that next level, you may be not quite getting there. Maybe you're frustrated that others in your industry are thriving when you know you have way more experience and knowledge under your belt. And I see this situation a lot in my world. And if you think this situation is going to right itself by waiting your turn and that over time people will start to learn who you are and uh, just sort of reach out and say, hey, I'm ready to work with you, then I'm here to tell you that you're going to be waiting for a really long time. So I'd love you to start thinking of your positioning like a diamond. Not all diamonds are created equal. In fact, each diamond is unique and diamonds with certain qualities are more rare and more valuable than diamonds that lack these qualities. The rarer the stone, the more expensive it is and the rarity of the gem is defined by four valuable characteristics that are the globally accepted standard for describing a diamond's quality. And they are cut, clarity, color, and carrot. So just like a quality diamond takes into consideration the unique cut, the shape, the shine, your positioning needs to consider these same qualities so that you can stand out and shine. Now, I do want to cover this before we jump in, and that is many people don't allow themselves to shine because it's so much easier to stay safe and hide portions of themselves. Standing out and shining is not the easy road, but it's impactful and it's full of purpose. So think of your brand and your intellectual property like a diamond. The more facets of yourself that you share and the more depth you have to your thought leadership, the more you'll stand apart from the competition. And that's what I call your diamond factor. So let's break down the four C's of this diamond factor so you can effectively position yourself as the unapologetic leader in your industry. So this diamond factor number one is cut. Now, as each facet of the diamond is perfectly proportioned to refract light, imagine each of these facets is different parts of you. What are the different sides of you that come together that make you unique? Your expertise, your personality, the experiences that make you truly unique. The cut of your diamond factor is this unique mix of your personality, of your values. And when you share the facets of the authentic version of you, people will have a feeling about whether they want to hang out with you in your world or not so much. And these days more than ever, we're attracted to real people who share authentically in a vulnerable way rather than the manufactured and polished and seemingly perfect people You know, we know that people hire Ferraris and hire jets for their photo shoots. We don't want to associate with these brands as much anymore. We want to really feel a connection. So the more facets you share of yourself, the deeper people can feel connected with you. 
if you try and manufacture your story or your facets, you'll struggle to develop a strong and unique brand that will have you standing out and the trust factor of your audience will take a a little bit of a hit. People won't want to follow you and your work if they feel like something is off or not quite right. And I see this happening often when um, people try and copy an influencer or some, you know, someone they follow that they really admire. They copy their branding, they copy the words they use, the inflections, maybe the way they speak, their clothing style. And all this does is create a disconnect with your audience. So think about your personality. What makes you different? Are you introverted or extroverted? Are you serious or fun? What are your loves in life? Do you like to hang out in nature and ponder the world or do you love fast cars and loud parties? Unapologetically own this part of you and share it. Share those talents and experiences that make you unique. Let's move on to diamond factor number two and that is clarity. Now, from speaking with literally hundreds of experts, I find that one of the biggest things they struggle with is being able to articulate and tell people what it is they do and have people understand. That's because they're trying to tell people what they do rather than explain who they work with and the outcomes that they help people to achieve. So imagine that you've been out with a group of friends for the afternoon and you've been laughing so much your sides hurt and you've been having such a great time. You hadn't noticed how late it had gotten and the sun is just sliding down the horizon and it's getting dark and all of a sudden you notice that you haven't eaten and you're absolutely starving and you're with your friends And at the exact moment that you realize just how hungry you are, you notice that you're walking past your absolute favorite restaurant. So, you you know, you say to your friends, let's go inside. Um, You can see that there's a table free right by the window. And you say to your friends, you know, this is the best food you've got to, you've got to eat here. And you're telling your friends the hardest part about eating at this restaurant is deciding whether, uh, you know, what to eat on the menu because everything is so good. And you know, when you're hungry, that moment that you're hungry and everything looks really good in the menu, it's really hard to decide. So you're trying to decide, you know, do you want the steak or do you want the chicken? And you quickly decide on the chicken because you know that the faster you get your order in, the faster that divine chicken dish will be delivered to your table. So your order goes to the kitchen, you get back to this great conversation with your friends and five minutes later, the chef comes to your table and he starts telling you that he's going to peel and mince a couple of cloves of garlic and fry it off in a pan with the hot butter before he adds this herb and that spice. He's going to slice the chicken just like he would a Hasselback potato. He's going to fill it with tepanade and capsicum and peppers And he goes on and on and all you're thinking the whole time is, I don't care, just bring me the chicken, I'm starving. And this is how many people explain what they do, by telling people their process. They think by telling people more about what they do, it makes them seem smarter. But all it does is confuse people. People don't care how you do your work. What they care about is finding the right person to solve their problem and to take their pain away. This doesn't mean they don't like the safety of understanding how the process relates to them. People don't really want to know 
how you do your work, even if they ask how. What they really mean is that they want to find the right person to solve their problem and take their pain away. They don't need to know how you're going to do it. So have clarity on explaining what you do, why you do it, and the outcomes you help people achieve. So diamond factor number three is color. So when you think of color, think visual identity. A strong and recognizable brand is not only important to your business success, but it's your creative outlet to convey your unique personality and values into the world and have that visual representation of you and your business. So how will people perceive you when they see you online? Are they visualizing or are they seeing your personality and your brand or are they seeing some sort of visual branding that is similar to other people's? Your visual branding should influence your prospect's perception of who you are and what's important to you. Now, there are many facets of color which all need to be interwoven to create this visual and interesting story. You want to create something that's intriguing and interesting that if it were a book, people would consume every page from cover to cover. You don't want people to get confused and think they're reading different books. So you need to make sure that you're consistent across all platforms. So think about your brand colors. Think about your fonts or your typeface. Make your social media templates so that they're all similar Think about the way that you look in video. All of these things need to have some sort of consistency so that when people see this brand, they automatically know it's you. And that brings us to diamond factor number four, which is carrot. And the carrot is the weight of the diamond. So what does weight have to do with you as a leader? Now, it has to do with your thud factor. If you packaged all of the work you've created, including all of your collateral, like the books that you've published, your programs, workbooks, articles, interviews, transcripts from webinars, all of these things together, what is the thud factor of your work when it hit the table? As a thought leader, you need to get the IP, uh, the intellectual property, out of your head and it needs to be teased apart so you can start to create and record all of these unique methodologies in a way that is unique to you. So now you know the four ingredients that you can use to define your positioning. I encourage you to get clear on what you need to do to bring your unique diamond factor to life because when you stand out in the market and shine, the right people will be attracted to work with you. So thanks so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable today, which I hope that you did, here's how we can help you to grow your expert business even faster. Join my free Facebook group, Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers, where inside you'll get access to weekly free training as we dive into every aspect of your business so you can be the unapologetic leader in your industry and you can build your elegant empire. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com. Thank you.